Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. Thank you for joining me. And I know that you're sitting there probably in your home somewhere, maybe working out, thinking things through, who knows, maybe taking a shower or cooking a meal. And I just want you to know we're going to get through this. This is not the end of the world. I know it's tough, but I'm proud of you for hanging in there. And then in the midst of it all, taking time to listen to a podcast that's a bit about uh, the future, a bit about faith, a bit about how we can make a difference in our time. I want to talk to you about a surprising feature of what's coming in the world. I want you to be prepared for it. I want you to use it to your benefit in your businesses. I want you to understand it because it is, like I say, surprising, but it's also going to reshape our world. The oddity right now is that most of us are sheltered in our homes. Uh, We're pretty much required to by governments. So we're home and we are, uh, time has slowed down a bit for us. We live a little bit lazier lives in some cases, even if we're working from home. Uh, that's most of us. Some of us are painting our house and redoing the roof and you know tuning the car and doing all kinds of stuff. We're busier than ever. Uh, but the reality is that for most people, things are a little bit slower, a little bit gentler, maybe gaining a few pounds, a little bit more time with our spouses, those we love in our homes, um, you know, and things have just kind of gone a bit more gentle. Well, that phenomena makes what I'm about to say even more surprising because one of the things that is going to mark the age to come after this coronavirus season is best captured by the word acceleration. In other words, the sociological changes, the economic changes, the political changes that coronavirus is forcing is going to mean an acceleration of trends, phenomena that were already there before coronavirus but which are going to be dramatically accelerated. Let me just give you one example of this. I've been doing a lot of reading in this recent, about this recently because I wanted to uh, be sure and bring you facts when I talk to you today. And I've also been talking to some experts who are talking about uh, this acceleration process in their own fields. So let me talk to you, for example, just first, uh, about what's happening in telemedicine. Now, telemedicine has been possible for decades. I mean, certain forms of telemedicine um, have been around for almost a century. Uh, I remember reading stories about people in Australia who live too far away from medical doctors. And so they literally use the radio uh, to, or, you know, walkie talkies or a shortwave uh, to do medicine over great vast distances like they have in Australia. Um, We know that there are other forms of telemedicine, but we also know that telemedicine for a variety of reasons really has not taken off like it might. Uh, Most of you listening to this probably until this coronavirus situation uh, never had a teleconference with a doctor that maybe was beyond just a brief check-in or uh, who knows what, maybe almost an accidental call like I got once, a uh, teleconference call from my doctor's office. Uh, but I had a teleconference uh, moment, a teleconference with my doctor this past week, um, and I'll probably have some more. Uh, I have a female friend who's a doctor, and she now, though she's retired, is doing teleconferencing uh, a great deal, making additional income, serving people well, because 
because she's shifted over into a field from her usual field that allows her with wise questions and questionnaires and descriptions of functions and things like that uh, to help people a great deal, prescribe medicines, advise, monitor over a period of time, all by teleconferencing. But it would not have happened that way if it hadn't been for coronavirus. The technology was there. We all know what Zoom is. We all know what FaceTime is. We all know what Skype is. It could have been done. And by the way, many procedures could have been adapted for home testing, uh, adapted for teleconferencing. Uh, They've proven that they can do things. In fact, I read a fascinating article recently about how eye exams are probably going to be done more in the future uh, using an iPhone. Or, or, or a cell phone that you can put it up to your eye and take pictures and maybe even the physician can be on the other end via the internet um, and be able to analyze the eye in significant ways and certainly analyze damage in other areas of the body. So teleconferencing is accelerating. We can sit around and gripe about the fact that this should have happened a long time ago and the medical community should innovate more and not just be about profits, but we got to lay that aside. The fact is coronavirus will slingshot forward teleconferencing and it's going to mean a massive change. It's going to be a big opportunity for some of you. Some of you are into computer sales and computer design programming. Some of you are on the information system side of medicine. Some of you are MDs. Uh, Some of you are nurses. Well, for all of you, this is going to be an opportunity. It's also going to be an opportunity, by the way, for us to do good in the world. Uh, I've traveled with a lot of medical doctors and missions in the last 20, 30, 40 years of my life. And I'll tell you what, teleconferencing could have made a huge difference in some of the countries, third world countries that I've been in, when I've been standing there with doctors who were frustrated that they couldn't get to certain regions of a troubled country or a war, or a war zone or something of that, that nature. So the macro principle is, Coronavirus is, is causing great acceleration in some things that we had in sort of first steps form, but didn't have fully formed. Now, there are some others that people are talking about, that the smart ones are talking about. Uh, for example, uh, the competition between the U.S. and China, coronavirus accelerating it forward. The conflicts in uh, Europe, the, the EU and the Eurozone, as they call it now, and, and uh, especially in British newspapers, no question. Whatever's going to happen in Europe, uh, whatever's not going to work, whatever changes have to be made in the EU, whoever has to drop out, um, that's going to be accelerated. Quite to put it as, as uh, the, the, the British newspaper, The Telegraph, uh, put it, the fact is that the hardworking, productive Germans are not going to put up with the vacationing and somewhat lazy workers of the Italians uh, in their own economic family. The coronavirus will accelerate this, call it what you will, division, competition, reconsideration, reformation. It will accelerate it and bring massive changes. Um, Many of you know that the Pacific region of the world, the Pacific Asian part of the world, has been accelerating economically dramatically. They handled this coronavirus situation much better than we did, had much less uh, economic devastation. And so the Pacific century, as some of people have been calling it, uh, that has been coming along slowly is now going to be accelerated. Uh, as a guy who loves Asia myself and would have no problem living there, I look forward to this. I think it's going to be good for the world, but it will bring massive change, massive shifting. Uh, we all know that there has been a massive shift and at least attempted shift in some countries away from an oil dependency. Uh, 
Uh, as some of you know, I've told you this, I think, before in this podcast, I guest lecture. I'm not at all technically qualified, but I guest lecture in other arenas uh, at a massive Saudi Arabian university that is all about alternative energies. It's a scientific university like MIT, and it's all about alternative energies because the Saudis recognize that they can't build an economy completely based on petroleum. They know that oil is going away in Saudi Arabia, and so one of their wise kings started a massive university called King Abdullah University of Science and Technology. And uh, that really taught me a lot being there and learning from them, even though I was teaching in other areas. uh, That really taught me a lot about these countries that are trying to move away from oil dependency. Well, as you're reading in the headlines, oil is dropping dramatically in value. And so alternative energies, uh, new new bases for economies of petroleum-based countries that now need to move away from that base, all of that's going to be accelerated. I expect Saudi Arabia is going to be on fire uh, to move away from petroleum even more as the basis for its entire economy. And I could go on and on and on. One of the areas that's going to be accelerated is this whole area of privacy and our technology. I'm sure you've heard that one of the solutions for the testing that we need for coronavirus uh, is that there'll be mapping and that we'll all carry an app on our phone and the government and the health officials will be able to recognize where breakouts happen and who was nearby. And you'll literally get a phone call in the future. Hey, you were near, you know, Joe Smith and Joe Smith has come down with it as has his entire family. Please check in at a hospital. That's a privacy issue. And so all of these issues, privacy, the technology, it's going to be accelerated forward. So many in the press, many in the media, many in our world are considering what's going to decline, what's going away, what's going to hurt, how we're going to have to sit six feet away from each other in restaurants and things like that. But there's good and bad news and one of the macro trends that will shape our world, and that's acceleration. Certain fields, certain trends, certain processes that have been underway in some cases for decades are now going to be accelerated. This is the way it is in history. Those of us who study history, we know that these times come. Um, I I sometimes, when I lecture, I picture them. uh, Have you ever seen a, a pitching machine? A guy puts a ball on a pitching mound between two rubber wheels that are moving fast. And when the ball hits those wheels, those wheels shoot the ball forward, basically to serve as a pitch to the batter. Well, there are seasons in history that are like that pitching machine. The ball goes in at kind of a slow rate, but it gets accelerated by these spinning wheels. Well, the coronavirus situation, the coronavirus season is like a spinning wheel, and it's going to accelerate certain processes, certain trends, and change our world. Keep your eye on this, and let's be the smart, wise people we're going to need to be in the season that's coming. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times bestselling author, a popular speaker, and a frequent faith and culture commentator on Fox and CNN. His groundbreaking books on faith and society include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Search for God in Guinness, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, and Lincoln's Battle with God. Learn more at stephenmansfield.tv.